Whether the not right resides within us, our emotional or relational world, or maybe more broadly, in our churches, our neighborhood, or the wider world around us, we have an unsettled feeling that something just isn't right. We feel grief, we lament, we feel anger and protest. We feel a deep longing as we engage in a hurting world and with our hurting selves. How long will we wait, O Lord? If Christmas is the ultimate celebration of our joy, then Advent is for our longing. Falling to pieces, engaging Advent, even when all is not right with the world. As the deer panteth for the water, so my soul longeth after thee. Now, if you grew up in pretty much any part of the church in the 1980s or after, you might have memories of the almost acceptably cheesy praise song, As the Deer, which is based on one of our readings to reflect on today, Psalm 42. If that is the case and you have some baggage around that version, or even if you love it, I'd like to ask you to reconsider this psalm today to maybe even consider it as a resonant, powerful statement of trust in God, a call to rest, and, hear me out here, even to rage against oppression. Amy tells me that our reflection theme for this week is protest and truth-speaking. I've been involved in activism, faith-based, radical, non-violent movements for about 25 years now. At first glance, and especially if we have that 80s song running in the background as our soundtrack, it's probably all too easy for us protester types to feel that a psalm like Psalm 42 is little more than a mere distraction to our movements for social change. But way back in the 4th century, the North African Bishop St. Augustine noted that for him, Psalm 42 summarized all of the longings of the church, of God's people, of the beloved community. Of course, we in this day and age tend to often read it more individually, as does the praise song, and maybe that's okay too. But I think there's something deeply compelling about the idea that our songs, that our souls, rather, longing after you, is not just about Jesus being the apple of my eye, Yes, if you'll recall, the 80s song included that in one verse, though that phrase isn't from the actual psalm. Perhaps Augustine's take that this psalm is not just about the individual, about me and God or me and Jesus, but is actually about God and the whole church or even the whole creation longing. Perhaps this helps with that. Longings, Augustine said. Longings. Advent is for us, Jesus followers, a season of longing, longing for peace, longing for wholeness, longing for the coming of the very Prince of Peace. With that, longing for the whole new creation to take root, longing for a world where we are blessed with the very presence of the living God among us. And so, O come, O come, Emmanuel, we long for you. We long for the world to be made right come be with us. And I think that the activist in me might dismiss this psalm even more so if I hadn't burnt out two or three times now on all that protest and truth-speaking side of my Christian life. 
For the longing is so deep within us, and we are in need of a God with us to root us in a narrative, in a story, in an imagination of something much bigger. Speaking of burnout, years ago I came across a quote from the Trappist monk Thomas Merton, which spoke deeply into my own activist life and the cycle of work and burnout that it was inadvertently fostering. Merton said this, and I love this quote, There is a pervasive form of contemporary violence to which the idealist most easily succumbs, activism and overwork. The rush and pressure of modern life are a form, perhaps the most common form of its innate violence. To allow oneself to be carried away by a multitude of conflicting concerns, to surrender to too many demands, to commit oneself to too many projects, to want to help everyone and everything, is to succumb to violence. The frenzy of our activism neutralizes our work for peace. It destroys our own inner capacity for peace. It destroys the fruitfulness of our own work because it kills the root of inner wisdom, which makes work fruitful. So try this, place that Merton quote beside Psalm 42, which undoubtedly Merton would have known well since he would have chanted all 150 psalms every week in his Trappist community. What a gift then is Advent, to actually slow down and seek and wait for the living God as an out-of-breath deer seeks after water. And what a gift is a psalm like Psalm 42, which actually roots the very Christian call to protest and truth-telling in the very trust of the living God. What a gift that we are part of a bigger scheme, where in the mystery, even deep calls to deep, which is so good. But we might still wonder, with all this pastoral imagery about deer and water brooks thirsting for God and for this unfulfilled longing, sure, sure it touches on our need. But what does it do to rage against the death machine, which is so prevalent around us? Well, if you actually risk reading on in the psalm, there's actually a fair bit of that truth-telling language too. And... That is the case, even though those lines don't make it into our praise songs so much. Toward the end of the psalm, we learn that the need for being like a deer seeking water is precisely because of oppression. Why do I go so heavily while the enemy oppresses me? While my bones are being broken and my enemies mock me to my face. How is it that we rage against such violence and oppression? I'd suggest that maybe we do so by seeking to be like a deer longing for a stream as a metaphor for our whole beings longing for God, as a metaphor for the whole of the beloved community longing for God. We do so by rooting ourselves in the very living God and not getting wound up in the violence of our own activityism. And so this Advent, in the waiting, we seek to fill our longings in this God for whom we wait, a God who promises to set all things right. And so it is that we cry, O come, O come, Emmanuel. And Lord, until you do come, sustain us in our prayer and protest, for you alone are our strength and shield. O come, O come, Emmanuel.